Hey, what's up, guys? It's Rico here, CEO of Source Financia, Coast to Main Podcast, and the host of the Source Financia YouTube channel, of course, back with another one. I don't want to be a product of my environment. I want my environment to be a product of me. You, you mentioned like you tried a couple different things before Amazon clicked for you. Like, did you have a specific thing that you struggled with early on? And then how did you figure that out? Or was it just basically finding the right platform was the, was the hardest thing? Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm, I have an experimenter's mind. So, yeah. you know, I'm always trying something new. So I didn't learn how to code, but I got on Shopify. And with a few YouTube tutorials, you can figure out how to put a picture in the right place or... Uh, get an email pop up to pop up on your homepage or set up some kind of, you know, buy to get free shipping kind of things. There's a lot of things you can just click around. I mean, if you're good enough to open up a Facebook page, you're good enough to do a lot of stuff within Shopify. So my first days were just finding every tool that they're making. I mean, there was a point where I had 40 different software subscriptions. I mean, review follow-ups, uh, email pop-ups, uh, Instagram, auto posters, uh, apps that let you spy on the advertising of your competitors, keyword tools. I mean, there's just like use tools. I mean, uh, we live in this age of leverage where if you make one good decision, you can use a tool to make that decision thousands of times for you on your behalf. So if you come up with a really good email campaign for when people sign up for your newsletter. And now you set that to auto send as soon as someone signs up. You only thought of that idea once and now a hundred, a thousand, 10,000, potentially millions of people could view that email without you having to do any extra work. So that's my big message is find tools, figure out how to use them and then automate them so that you can focus on the next idea. And uh, you, your team, I think you, you, you didn't mention who's, who's part of your team now. Okay, so in the early part of Woody's, I did everything, top to bottom. And it was extremely taxing. Uh, it's hard to get into a deep work session if you're, you have to be an accountant, you have to do some marketing, you have to do some customer service. Now the logistics is messed up. You got to fill out some customs forms. I mean you're wearing every single hat, it's hard to focus on growth. And so my mom saw me struggling. My mom said, I can do customer service. And so she took customer service off my plate and that totally freed me up to focus on new ideas and new, you know, new channels for growth. That's what actually the same time period that I got on Amazon started exploring selling on Amazon. So it also turned customer service from a chore, something that I didn't like doing, I'm just not as nice as my mom is. And so when she started handling customer service, she was extremely nice, people loved her. She answered everyone's email, solved all their problems. And it became like our our, uh, angriest customers became our most loyal customers after this, this experience. So that's mom and I have Taylor. She's been on about five months with Woody. She does a lot of marketing. She's a little Swiss army knife 
of marketing. And then I've got Nona in the Philippines doing virtual assistant tasks. And she's really like a super quality worker. Guys, find someone in the Philippines and believe that they, they can do every bit of as good a job as someone anywhere else. And these are very educated, responsible people that deserve more work. So that's that's the Woody's team right now. Awesome. I, I can definitely vouch for uh, Philippines. I mean, I, I live here now and I've had uh, two, I have three employees here as well. And, you know, everyone's, everyone's great, hardworking, like you said, educated as well. So I think that's something that people don't understand is I think, I think the Philippines is like the third largest English speaking population on, on, on the planet. Like, really? Yeah. Yeah. Mm. And highly educated so speaking of Asia, like how much time did you spend in China? And, and obviously you had at the, at the beginning, you had uh, SFA, um, Mike and Randy at the time helping you out. How much time did you spend in China? I probably went to China 20 times. So 20, 20 round trip flights from the States to China over a period of eight years. I mean, I, I guess I, I went last year. So I've, I've been going once or, once or twice a year for quite a long time. When I go, I usually stay four weeks, three three to six weeks, somewhere in that range. Um, my main sunglass supplier is now in Winjow, and so that's I make a trip up north for that. But I've I've just kind of been into and interested in Chinese culture. I mean, it's it was just a mind blowing experience going over there, seeing production, like seeing these factories working, seeing how hard these people work, how humble mm -hmm. they live how happy they are despite, you know, their circumstances and just the, the massive improvement in the quality of life in China, thanks to all this commerce. Also, also the downsides, the environmental effects, I mean, the air quality is, I just, seeing that whole thing play out, like Guangzhou, a city you, you know pretty well, uh, yeah. the, just entire new parts of the city, looking out over a balcony and seeing like a hundred cranes, like, it's unbelievable to to think about how far China's come in that period. Uh, yeah, it's just it's like it's like a it's like a rite of passage. Like I, there's people who have been to China and seen it, and then there's people who haven't. And there's just things that you can't understand until you see it up close. Yeah, yeah, and it ultimately helps you in your business and your life and give you a different perspective i remember when i left um when i left toronto and i told people i was gonna move to guangzhou a lot of people would be like what's guangzhou like why would you go there like oh it's this village or whatever and then when i i'd been there before so i knew how big it was but i didn't know um because when i went in 2008 it was like just basically taujin and i wasn't really a big fan of it i felt like it was kind of old and you know the streets were a little bit small but then when i got there and i saw tianhe and you know that the whole new section of the city and i was like wow this place is like you could fit four torontos in this in this one city you know like yeah. you know it was completely completely major eye-opener eye and life-changing experience for me it blows your world up you're like yeah. you know where where most people come from they've never even heard of guangzhou like they yeah. just you show them the word and they wouldn't even have any just clue or reference to it and so to be able to be able to like put your feet on the ground there look up at the skyscrapers, visit these factories. Like, you know, there's just certain people that I know that, you know, that once you visited like 
20 factories that you're pretty you pretty knowledgeable about the world like it's just you just put in the repetition just like an athlete like you know shooting a thousand jump shots a day if you've been inside 20 30 factories like you know how to greet people how to ask the right questions like what you're looking for to see if this is a potential partner or not there's just things that you pick up putting your feet on the ground Hey, what's up, guys? Thanks for listening to this episode of the Made in China podcast. If you want to reach out to us, that's podcast at sourcefinancial.com. If you want to check out the show notes from the episode that you just watched, that's sourcefinancial.com slash made in China. And be sure to also check out our YouTube channel, Source Financial. All one word. Cheers. Steps ahead, make the holes get loose like a noose neck instead. While these dudes beg for head, they got the game twisted. Heavy traffic in this rap shit, look how my lane shifted. Elevated my game, lifted my name, now these lanes. Niggas could never get it Like that bad bitch you wanted But could never hit it Clever with it My flow like the devil spit it And heaven sent it So high if I drop I would fall for 11 minutes So yeah I operate on a higher plane My thoughts take a higher train It's dope then you should know The supplier's name is J. Cole Set of horns and a halo And all these hoes They can say goes Wanna text us like Waco Hard to remain faithful Niggas be throwing hate Yo I'm in a league of my own So what the fuck would I play for Some next niggas almost slid in But didn't fit in Nah I ain't I'm already but who the fuck is you kidding? These big wig niggas throwing they big.